Education Association, the podcast for curious, well-informed association members. I'm one of your hosts, Kelsey Harms, a computer specialist from the IA Program Development Department. And I'm Diana Zaleski, one of your instructional resource and professional development directors from IEA Teaching and Learning. The goal of this podcast is to educate our members about important new educational policy initiatives in a brief and hopefully entertaining format. Today, we're going to discuss the IEA legislative platform with our special guest, Ben Sodergren Barr. Ben, thanks so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here with you guys. Ben, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you became involved with the IEA legislative platform committee? Well, I've always been interested in politics and interested in being an activist. I am currently finishing up my sixth year as a grassroots political activist here with the Illinois Education Association. I am been a region council member for eight years now, and most of my life just been involved in enjoying politics in general. So you decided to apply to join the Legislative Platform Committee, or what, what does that look like? Well... In the spring, they ask members who are interested in specific committees around the state if they'd like to be a part of a statewide committee. And at that time, I decided three years ago to throw my name in the ring to become part of the Legislative Platform Committee, and I am finishing up my third year on the committee. And how many members does your committee have? Uh, It ranges. uh, Currently, I believe we have about a dozen members. So Ben, what is the IEA Legislative Platform? Well, the legislative platform, just it's a living document. It's a document that is in clear, generalized terms for our members to be able to understand what we're fighting for down in Springfield. And it helps the lobbyists, when they work with the General Assembly, pass legislation that's not only good for the teachers, but also good for students, good for just all over general education in the state of Illinois. And what topics does the IA legislative platform address? The IA legislative platform addresses all kinds of topics that are super important to members from Cairo all the way to Roscoe, all the way from Moline, all the way to the Chicago area. And looks at collective bargaining, taxation, retirement benefits, rights, collective rights, just all kinds of things that make education in Illinois important at all educational levels. So how is the IEA legislative platform changed? Well, each year, part of the charges that we get are to look at the past legislative session to see if there's anything that needs to be adjusted. We take input from members all over the state. We talk to region council members, talk to region chairs, email them, seek input from members. Just we look at all kinds of ways to make the platform better every year. So, Ben, when you say you look at the past legislative session, do you mean like the bills that were raised or the bills that were passed or what kind of what does that mean? We look at the general topics and look at you know, what were the hot button issues that came out of Springfield and what are hot button issues even coming out of Washington? And we look at things that are important to our members. You know, it's a living document. Our members can submit their ideas at any time to address things that are going on in our lives, not only in our schools, but things that are that are affecting our students. So, Ben, you mentioned that our members can submit ideas for amendments at any time. Can you take us through what that process looks like? I'd be happy to. To submit an online amendment, they really only need two things, their member's name and their password. And then they really just go through the the simple process to submit an online amendment. First, our members need to go to the IEA website at ieanea.org and hold the mouse over the legislative tab at the top. And then just scroll down to the legislative platform. Then they need to log in with their member's only name and password. 
Once there, they just complete the form with what change they're looking for by entering their name, personal email address. Remember, guys, don't use your school email, cell phone number, and the name of what association you're from. Then you need to look at the document, figure out what page number and line number you want to make changes to, and then click on what is their amendment. What do we mean by that? What do they want to change? Do you want to add something, delete something, or just amend something that's already in the platform? And then click the appropriate response. Do you support it or do you oppose it? If the amendment becomes part of the platform, do they want their lobbyists to know what IA supports or opposes in this upcoming legislative action? Then they just really need to tell us why we need this. What's the rationale? Why is it important? Why do we think that our members need this change? And the final step is tell us what is the text of the amendment that you want. Make sure that you tell us what the changes are and make sure it's in clear and concise language so that everybody knows what you're trying to get at. Finally, guys, make sure you hit the submit button. Otherwise, it doesn't count. And so, Ben, I just wanted to make one clarification. When you're choosing the appropriate response, whether support or oppose, you want IA as a whole to either support or oppose the proposed change to the legislative platform, correct? Not just a personal support statement or opposition statement, correct? Yes, that's absolutely correct. IA is 130,000 members strong, and we want language that supports what we as a whole organization are supporting, not just a personal view. When do the amendments need to be submitted? And then what happens next? Well, all changes to the platform are due in January, on January 25th. And after the proposal is submitted, it's sent to the legislative committee. The legislative committee then discusses all the platform amendments and votes on whether the committee is going to accept those changes at its February meeting. The makers of all submissions are contacted by the committee by its decision after this meeting. So how are amendments approved? Does the IEA Board of Directors approve amendments? Does anybody else approve these amendments? Well, we're just one step in the process. After the legislative committee reviews all those submissions, they're going to vote on what they're going to recommend to send to the board meeting in February. The board's going to get an opportunity to ask questions and discuss what was recommended by the committee. And at the board's meeting, they're going to either recommend to send it to the RA floor as recommended or send it back to the maker for changes. Then once we get to the RA, then it's up to the the delegates of the RA whether to approve changes to the legislative platform. Great. That was very helpful. Is there an option for delegates at the IEA Representative Assembly or RA to submit proposed amendments? Yes. Sometimes the world throws us a curveball and we got to rise up to meet the challenge. Members can propose amendments to the platform at the RA on the floor. At the RA, a paper form is available to the delegate. If they have questions, if they want to get specific language dealt with, Nicole Wills, our IEA platform staff member, is available for help. Plus, Diane Chapman, the IEA legislative platform chair, would be available at the front of the room to help write language, to help answer questions. Platform amendments must be proposed on that first day, Thursday, before the end of the first day of business. When the amendment has been proposed, it then will go to the committee. The committee is going to look at it on Friday, and then it's going to be up to the delegation whether to approve or reject any of those proposed changes. As we said before, it's a living document. The delegation has the ability to have their say in whether they think this is something that the IEA wants to support or oppose. So Ben, if IEA members have questions or they want to get involved with the IEA legislative platform, who should they reach out to or how should people get involved? 
The first person they should contact is the committee chair, who is Diane Chapman. If they have more questions or Diane can't help them, then they would need to contact a government relations staff member. That's Nicole Wills. At any time, they can contact one of the close to a dozen committee members around the state that could also help them with any ideas or questions or language proposals they want to bring. That's great. I'm glad to hear that we have so many people that can help our members around the state. Is there anything else you'd like to share about the IEA legislative platform with our members? Our hope is just submitting the platform amendment changes. It's easy. We hope that our members can look at the website and take their ideas and put them into action. We've added a link on the legislative platform tab of the IA website, and it takes you to the written step-by-step instructions that have been part of this podcast. Remember, this is your legislative platform created by IA members and adjusted by IA members just like you and me. Thanks so much for being with us today, Ben. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please check out the contact section of the podcast page on the IA website. Special thanks to Mark for the audio help, Amanda for the transcription, and Dan for the website. As always, thanks so much for being a member and thanks for joining us.